Hello and welcome to the Church Society podcast, Summer Podlet. Uh, I'm Ros Clark, I'm the Associate Director of Church Society and as always I'm joined by Amanda Robbie. Uh, we are looking at uh, what makes us human, a little book by Mark Menel from The Good Book Company. It's in their series Questions Christians Ask and I just wanted to mention uh, before we start talking about this particular book, there are a number of books from this series which are in The Good Book Company summer reading extravaganza sale something and um, that they are selling for two pounds there's a good range of books in there quite a lot of which are normally a lot more than two pounds uh, and they're selling those for two pounds and you get a free sachet of coffee so you know can't say fairer than that get a I large feel. cup of coffee <laughs> sit down and read a book. we'll put a link in the blog post to that sale and you can you can maybe find uh, some good reading for this summer. So again, these are short books that we're looking at in this summer Podlet series. This is probably the longest uh, of the books we've looked at so far. It's just under 100 pages, but they're small pages. I mean, it's sort yeah, of half the part. size of a normal book yes. and, and only 100 pages at, at that. So, I mean, it took me about an hour to read it. It's not... Yes, um, right. I, I'm a bit more distractible, so it probably took a little longer, but it, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely readable. And uh, Yes, and because it's so small, it would be ideal to sort of put in your handbag and read it on a train journey. Or yeah, It's got six train, chapters, so if you like wanted that. something stimulating to read over the course of a week, you could just read it, you know, at a chapter an evening, and that's yeah. very, very, you know, 20 pages or so. And it is very stimulating, isn't it? Mm. It's, a, it's a book, I don't think I've read a book that's really addressed this question before, yeah. and it certainly made me think... What is it that makes us human? And so he begins by suggesting some ways in which people view humanity. So um, the sort of classic René Descartes, I think, therefore I am, that we're basically just minds. Obviously, we're just, in some people's minds, basically just another form of ape, a great ape. Are we just sort of biological computers? Are we just economic units as seems to be the case if you look at today's education system it's all about producing the most economically um, effective units at the end of it and so just helpful if you've never even begun to think about that question before what actually does make a human being a human being but he comes to the conclusion obviously that that none of those ways are the most helpful way of, of distinguishing Yes, it's, it, he summarised that, you know, we have consciousness, also passions, instincts and bodies. Mammals also have complex creativity, language and responsibility, incredible brain power, also physicality and capacity for great compassion. Great capacity is also individual intrinsic value that far exceeds our ability to contribute to society. So that the complexity of a human being far out, out outweighs um, the sort of uh, reductionist approach. Yes, yes I like, he has that sort of little phrase, the nothing buttery, yes. that you can't reduce what a human is to nothing but a brain or nothing but a body or nothing but their emotions. Actually, you can't reduce personhood in that sort yeah. of way in, in fact he quotes ecclesiastes no one can comprehend what goes on under the sun despite all their efforts to search it out no one can discover its meaning even if the wise claim they know they cannot really comprehend it yeah there you go so where do we start to actually begin to to answer this question if none of those work well we start with how does god see us and he does this in two chapters doesn't he yeah so it's about um that we're created, we're made by God, and then we're saved by God. 
Yes. And so then in creation, obviously, there's various aspects of creation that God makes human beings with responsibility in a way that nothing else in the creation is given responsibilities. Uh, we're made for relationships and we're made in God's image um, yeah. to worship him and trust him. Uh, and then that that amazing verse again from Ecclesiastes that God has put eternity in our hearts, that sense that we part of what makes us who we are is that we are longing for something beyond this creation. Yeah, so there, there's a quite a good section about basically saying how life never fully satisfies. Mm. That's that God put eternity in our hearts, so this yes. life can never fully satisfy. So there is this sort of what, what what is wrong? Actually, it's because we've been made with this longing for God. Um, the signs of when you should not be surprised by the many frustrations of this life. Rather, we should see them as sign of and a hunger for another world. Mm. And very important point, I think, as well about um, things that might, if we took them to the extreme, make us end up denying some people's humanity. So, you know, a criminal is still fully human, even if his behaviour is subhuman and dehumanising. So the fact that somebody has committed dreadful, dreadful crimes yeah. in a way that seem completely inhuman, he is still a human being. Or similarly, or not similarly, in a different way, um, somebody with disabilities, so a child with Down syndrome has is fully human, even with mental capacities that may be restricted. Or um, an older person is still fully, fully human, even if they're utterly dependent on somebody to mm. care for them and, and feed them and so on. And so just a remem reminder that we mustn't define humanity in such a way that excludes people who happen to not have certain yes. capacity. Uh, he, he, he quotes this line, as it's sometimes said, we are human beings, not human doings. Mm. Being human is about who we are in essence from the first seconds of existence to the last. It is not about what we can achieve in life. Exactly. Um, and, and so moving on from that, then the other really crucial thing in helping us to understand what it means to be human is what it is for us to be saved. Um, we're not just made by God, but we are also saved by God. And our saved status um, is pretty fundamental in understanding um, ourselves as sinners um, and, yes. and that sort of fundamental nature of humanity uh, after the fall as being sinners um, and having to face the consequences of that and having to trust somebody else. Yeah, the hope for rescue is that, yeah. is that uh, where he ex explain, goes on to explain the gospel, basically, in that chapter. Mm. Um, and so then a, a sort of helpful little chapter on thinking about finding our identity or understanding our identity. And we don't do that, obviously, by trekking to the Himalayas or, um, you know wasting our time on the internet i mean I, I would know if we did um how how do we find our identity so he he taught he he says let's recognize that we are complex yeah uh, but we are integrated people we're not sort of a mind and a body we're not able to um do uh we're not able to separate ourselves from our our whole nature and that's one of the things that's quite uh, striking about humanity is actually you can't sort of say, oh, brilliant mind, but they're no good. You know, yes. their emotions are hopeless or whatever. We, we do. Yeah. We do say that. But actually, our whole being is 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 one. We, can't... we are. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
uh, if you've um, if you're a member of Church Sati, you will have received uh, our summer edition of Crossway. And if you're not, you can pick up a copy via the website for a very reasonable fee uh, in which I wrote an article this time on embodied faith and exactly mm -hmm. that, that our bodies are part of who we are and fundamentally part of who we are, um, both in our creation, but also in our salvation. Our bodies will be redeemed. And, and so God certainly doesn't see our bodies as separate yeah. from some inner essence. They are part of what we are. And therefore we do have physical limitations yes. and physical capacity. But he also goes on then to talk about, um, despite our, our limitations, actually we are in society and to, to make sure, you know, as, as human beings, how we should see ourselves is that we're not isolated, we're not islands. Yes, and that final chapter on being sort of islands or continents, actually I don't know if it's the final chapter, that chapter on being islands or continents just... I think that's a very striking and important thing for those mm. of us who, who live in the West yeah. to, to consider that we are not human beings in isolation, mm. but part of humanity is community yes. and that and, we need others. And that, you know, that, that there is increasingly, I think, a desire in, in, our, in, our, in our society to isolate because other people cause us pain. Yes. And so there's... That I, I see that um, even in our parish that people don't really want to have anything to do with people because it can get unpleasant and difficult. Yes, you're laying yourself open to be hurt. Yes. Um, but actually, here's a, I think it's in here, I was reading something else recently, where he talks about actually, but even if you withdraw completely, mm. you get hurt because you end up withering away and shriveling on your own. So that yes. is not the solution even though you can see why yes, the impulse is there. Because he, he talks about us being made and saved to live in interdependent community, doesn't he? Mm. And that that idea, um, you know, uh, in Corinthians, it talks about being part of a body. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a challenge, but and it's difficult, but it is wonderful when it's working. Exactly. And so then we see what it really means for Jesus to be the ideal human being who shows us what humanity is and a, and a large part of that is that community so he uses the the notion of shalom that that kind yeah. of well-beingness and and living in uh, right relationship and how jesus enjoys that with the father and the spirit um is at peace with himself um but then also um establishes this community um that we can be in him part of and so I was left reading this book um, thinking quite differently about a number of things, having had to think about things in a way that I perhaps not thought of before. Mm. Who would we recommend this book to, do you think? What sort of person would find this really helpful and interesting? So I think um, I was thinking about my 16-year-old um, daughter who's thinking through um, identity, issues of identity. So folk, teenagers, students who may be thinking about who they are you know that stage in life um definitely i i think that's right i i felt it had that sort of somebody who's who's asking hard questions and wanting ways to begin to think about them in a in a christian sort of way yeah. i guess i wonder if it could also be an encouragement to some people who i don't know perhaps if you've got um parents of a, a child who's very severely disabled or yeah. somebody whose parents old, are older and starting to lose their faculties and you know and you you're just beginning to question well 
well, is that really still my dad? Or yes, yes, those those kind of things. And um, there's some reassurance in here. I was almost thinking as well. Some of this, if you had a, a thoughtful uh, non-believer yes. who was wondering about who they are and those sort of questions, this gives some great Bible answers to what the Bible says about being human, about what the Bible says about what who people are and what they're for and what Jesus came to do. And actually, I, I think it could be given as an evangelistic. Gift yes, to I agree. As well, who's, who's um, thinking of you know, that sort of yes, line. exactly. Somebody who's sort of read a lot of evolutionary biology, but but hasn't been completely Satisfied. won over yeah. by that, and um, is just trying to see maybe is there more. Um, yeah, so that's what makes us human. That's uh, by Mark Mennell and from the Good Book Company. And as I say, do check out their website for some other uh, short summer read uh, bargains. We will be back next week with another Church Society podcast summer podlet. Thanks for listening.